Hi, it's Amy Newmark, and this week I'm presenting to you three of my favorite episodes from last summer with stories from our book all about the power of saying yes to new things, new friends, and new sports. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And this could change your social life. When we ask people to send us stories about how they use the power of yes to change their lives, we never imagined how many stories we would get about how people force themselves to step outside their comfort zones and make a whole bunch of new friends as a result. It's advice that a lot of us can use. So I'm going to start with a story by Kate Lemery. She had just moved to a new home in a new town with her three little kids and her husband. She didn't know anybody, and she was really lonely. She and her husband had no social life in their new town. So when their oldest child started kindergarten, Kate volunteered to be a room parent, partly to spend time with him, but also to make more friends within the school community. She also signed up her son for weekend soccer. But then she found that even though this caused her to see the other parents, it still didn't create real opportunities to make friends. So she was telling an old friend about her problem, and her friend suggested something kind of surprising. She said that Kate should throw a party for all the other moms, the moms that she didn't really know. Kate's husband thought it was a great idea, too. So Kate did it, although it was very out of character for her as she considered herself to be a bit of an introvert. She made a list that she cobbled together with the emails that she knew from the other moms at school, plus the email list for the other soccer moms. And then she still had to talk herself into it because she was overcome with insecurity about whether she could really do this and whether her house looked nice enough and whether anyone would want to come. But finally, she pushed the send button, and before long, she was expecting 38 women at her house, the ones she had invited plus their friends who she said they should bring along. She hoped that all the other moms would step outside their comfort zones too. And the party went great. Everyone loved it, and Kate decided to do it again. She has hosted more of these mommy mixers since then, and she has a wide group of friends now. One of Kate's new friends recently said to her, every social group needs some sort of glue to keep everyone together, and you're that glue. So Kate had moved and needed to find a way to make new friends. And our next story from Aviva Jacobs is about how lonely she was after she got a divorce. She was a shy person anyway, and when she lost a bunch of her friends over the course of her troubled marriage, she needed to start over. Her life was revolving around her daughter, and when she wasn't with her, she read a lot of books, but then her daughter was getting older and spending less time with her mother, and that made Aviva even lonelier. She did have a boyfriend she saw occasionally, but he was raising his own kids. So Aviva spent many nights on the couch watching television. When she told her boyfriend how much she needed some new friends, he suggested that she join a book club. And she researched those, but instead she found something that appealed to her even more. 
It was a social networking site that helped facilitate people meeting other people with similar interests. She signed up for that, and then that same evening, something else happened. A process server knocked on her door and handed her a subpoena. Her ex was taking her back to court to renegotiate his visitation schedule with their daughter. So Aviva went right back online, and she signed up for a divorce support group too. The first meeting of the divorce support group that Aviva attended was eye-opening. They weren't sitting around in a circle complaining about their exes. Instead, there were eight of them, and they were having fun at a trivia competition at a pub. The night after that, Aviva went bowling with a larger group from the divorce group, and some of them recognized her from the previous night, and she already felt like she belonged. So she made a commitment to herself to spend a year doing things with this group. She participated in every activity that fit her budget, and she introduced herself to every new person she met. And over the next year, she met about 200 new people, and she grew her circle of close friends from one to more than 30. And the interesting thing is that her boyfriend started spending a lot more time with her. Once she was so busy, he seemed to value her time more, and he stopped making her wait around for him. Five years later, he proposed, and they were married 11 months after that, surrounded by more than 200 family members and friends. And of the six people in their wedding party, three were directly tied back to that first trivia night and that first bowling night. So there you go. Making new friends can involve being a little creative, and it takes work, but even the shyest person can step outside his or her comfort zone and find strangers who are happy to become friends. If you'd like even more inspiration and motivation from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Yes, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the picture of the book cover. And come back for our next episode to meet Randy Collins. He's an ex-Marine who lost 100 pounds and joined the USC lacrosse team in his 40s. He's starting his fourth season with them, even though he's twice as old as his teammates.